Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Overthinking Gaming, where every episode we discuss a different game. In this episode, we're going to be talking about what many people consider to also be the Black Sheep of the Metroid series. Not to be confused with Other M, the real Black Sheep of the Metroid series. Now, Metroid Fusion was a little bit of a different uh, type of Metroid game in terms of its linearity and the fact that it was story-driven. And the story was more told to the player in terms of dialogue, and you get to see a lot of Samus's inner thoughts, as well as there's a computer there with the name Adam that kind of guides you on your mission and kind of explains what's going on a lot of the time. There's a lot of reading. There's a lot of context made by text in the game. And yeah, you can be immersified by stuff, but the story is not really up to interpretation. The story is more told to you. And while you might see things and make certain inferences and act like and, you know, think like, oh, maybe maybe this is happening. It's more told to you. You're more told what's going on. I mean, there's stuff for you that you can figure out, but the game is mostly done in that way. And that's something that a lot of people that especially like games like Super Metroid or um, I guess Zero Mission is another one. Uh, people that are fans of like the other games don't really like its linearity. And that's something I've noticed because a lot of people like the Metroidvania genre. So when you take away exploration elements and make it more focused on linearity and, you know, there's just you always know what to do next. I guess people don't really like that. Um, before I forget, let me get into the story of this game. So this game starts off with Samus going back to planet SR388, where she exterminated all the Metroid. And I think Metroid's the plural. I don't know if it's Metroids, um, uh, whatever. Anyways, the point is she gets to the planet. She goes there with two members of the Galactic Federation and they're just checking the planet and stuff. And then Samus just takes out a random enemy. And all of a sudden, some glowing yellow thing comes out of it. Samus tries to attack it. And then it kind of somehow she absorbs it. So she's like, OK, um, so she goes back to her ship, whatever. And then all of a sudden her ship almost like hits a, a field of asteroids, but she's saved by the Galactic Federation before that. And it turns out she's been infected by this thing called the X-Parasite. And she's basically like about to die. Um, I think this is where the tidal fusion comes in because parts of her suit are actually like now permanently fused to her body because of this. And, uh, they the way they cure her, which I've been told this is not how vaccines work, but the way they cure her is with a, a vaccine that contains Metroid DNA. Of course, this is fictional, obviously. So they inject her. And then because of this, Samus is now part Metroid, the very thing she swore she would destroy, which is actually kind of cool. It's kind of a cool. Uh, you already got a really big plot twist at the beginning. Um, but yeah, she's injected with it and. I mean, she's all right now, but she's still kind of weak because, you know, the vaccine just took effect and she's all right with the X virus. But, you know, she's she still got a ways to go. So what happens is. Uh, at the very beginning, I'm trying to remember what happens at the very beginning, but I'm pretty sure the X parasite basically take over the ship that Samus is on. Uh, and then you have this computer with you named after Samus's commander or commanding officer, I guess, Adam Malkovich. And um, if you've heard the last, if you heard the last episode, you know how much of a dick that guy is. Um, but there's a lot of connections made 
and they don't really work with other M because Samus says a lot of good about him throughout the game, which is why other M really didn't work. They try to base Adam off this character that Samus said was great when he's actually not great. And like I said, the whole thing that happened in Other M, this isn't another M episode, but in the game, Samus will say, oh, when he said lady, it was it didn't sound sarcastic. It sounded like it was out of respect. And when he says it in the game, it really does not sound like it's a respectful thing. It's just, uh, and I don't know. He doesn't seem like he respects Samus or cares about her at all. So, I mean, maybe we can take it out of the storyline, but apparently it's canon. So sadly, no. But anyways, uh, let's get into a bit of the gameplay, I guess. So, um, <laughs> um, okay, this is a kind of a stupid thing to bring up, but wall jumping is actually present in this game, and it's the Super Metroid style of wall jumping, I realized, that um, instead of, like, pressing B while you hold the button that's towards the wall, you hit the wall, and then press opposite and press B, and I gotta be honest, I actually prefer this type of wall jump just for the fact that I feel more skilled and I feel better about myself when I'm able to pull it off. I mean, it's not as floaty or like you can't use it as much as you want as Super Metroid. There's no sequence breaks in this game. That's another thing. But it's still kind of cool that they use that type of wall jumping opposed to kind of like jump, uh, you know, using the wall, um, pressing towards the wall, which, you know, very new Super Mario Bros. Um, type of wall jumping. But um, OK, this episode is not about wall jumping. But the gameplay, the control, the, the controls are pretty good. Um, you go around. It's what what you would what you'd expect. You know, you shoot things. There's missiles. At some point, you get your morph ball. Um, how you get stuff is actually a little bit different in this game. Um, instead of Chozo statues, which are present, but you never get anything from a Chozo statue, if I'm not mistaken, um, the X Parasite actually like takes Samus's items and actually turn into different bosses in this game. So a lot of the bosses you fight in this game are actually controlled by the X-Parasite. And there's usually this weird face thing that happens that when you fight them, they kind of turn into this weird virus. It kind of looks like a Metroid type of thing. It's not a Metroid at all, but it's a clear ball, kind of like Duosion, uh, no, Solosis sort of thing from Pokemon Black and White. Like that sort of feel. I mean, if you know what if you know what Pokemon Solosis is, it's very generic. But I mean, it's enough for the explanation. Um, but that that's kind of what it looks like. And they usually have those phases at the end, and you just gotta hit them with a few missiles. Um, but there there are a lot of changes made compared to other Metro games. Like I said, it's a lot more linear. There is some exploring involved. You can go off track to get some items, but it's very very limited. Um, like a lot of areas t are typically blocked off and some of them are blocked off to the point that like you'd have to come back like before the end of the game and at the end of the game at some point you get blocked off from doing anything but beating it um until you beat the game again i heard then apparently you can go back and get items but i mean at that point it's just stupid um i mean i guess you can but i think i'd feel better collecting all the items and then fighting the final boss which I thought I collected like 80, 90% of the items. And then at the end, I got to the end and it was only 50%. So I was like, oh, okay. Um, but anyways, so this game has a very dark tone, at least compared to other Metroid games, except maybe like Dread, which I can get into Dread, obviously, in the next episode. But um, it, it's, it's basically almost like a horror game. I even classify part of its genre as a horror, as like, I even classify maybe at least part of it 
in the horror genre. And that is because there is an X parasite that is known as the SAX, which I'm assuming is for Samus X, that actually took over like the remainder of Samus's suit. And uh, Samus's suit, I forgot to mention, looks different in this game. Samus looks like a lot more blue and stuff like that. And that's because of, you know, her fusing with her suit and the damage and all of that. But um, this suit of Samus is like Samus's various suit or her original suit. I'm not sure which one it is, but it's like, you know, the suit that you see all the time. Um, and think of like a mindless, you know, well, not mindless, but emotionless version of Samus. And I'm not talking about the other M Samus, just, you know, <laughs> lower than that. Um, and it just kind of walks around zombie like just causing damage uh, to everything, destroying stuff, blocking exits, and even hunting down Samus at certain points of the game. And you see it from the beginning, it already has screw attack. It has every one of Samus's abilities, while you might only have a few. So there are some sections of the game where you're powerless. You just gotta go hide and hope that thing goes away. And I mean, they're not that hard. When I first played the game, they were hard, but this is my second playthrough of the game. It wasn't that hard. I was honestly able to hide and I was like, okay, it's not that bad. Um, I did want to say there are some things that are kind of obscure. It's a very linear game. You think some things would be easier on what they tell you, like on like uh, knowing where to go. But there are some areas that are like it, like I had to look up a guide for this one area, which is there's an area where you go to like check for survivors and that area. I don't know what it was, but you like there's this wall you can just jump into. But it, there was just nothing hinting at it at all. I had to watch a video um, to actually know that that was going on. So, I mean, most of the game, though. I'm going to be honest, it's not that hard to figure out what's going on. There is a sense of challenge in the boss battles, which is something I really appreciate. And I actually died. I mean, not as much as the first time, but I died a few times to some battles. Um, but then there were also some that I ended up like beating on the first try. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, let me talk about some of the bosses, actually. Uh, so there is this spider boss. I don't know the name, but... It'll just kind of go left and right and left and right or right and left and right and left. Excuse me, all throughout the screen. And if it grabs you, you're just kind of forced to take damage for a few seconds. And it's quite a chunk of damage. Um, a strategy that I like to use for that fight is just morph ball in the corner because it most likely won't grab you. And then it like opens his mouth and kind of like let I don't know if it's a tongue or whatever. It's a weird shaped thing on its mouth. And that's when you can actually do some damage. So there. You can't do damage whenever you want. You kind of have to wait for a specific moment. And then it has a phase two where it just kind of starts somersaulting in the air and falling down. And the first time I did it, it took me so long to beat it, but it was actually really easy this time. Like, I don't know why I struggled so much last time. And uh, I don't know, it was, it was, it was cool. I was gonna say that like, then you have the third phase with a duo celosis type thing. And that can be annoying because sometimes it'll shoot back at you. Um, there's a boss that's literally like a fucking Chozo statue, and it kind of reminds me of that plant boss in Super Metroid. I don't remember if I talked about it, but there's this weird obscure plant boss where really creepy music will play, like unsettling type music, and it'll just bounce up and down and it can hit you. Um, and that's kind of what this boss reminds me of. Uh, you just kind of get hit by like these little pellet things while you're trying to hit it. I want to say also, it kind of feels like the mother brain fight a little bit, actually, now that I think about it, because you're just constantly like getting shot at where you have to shoot something forward that isn't really doing anything to you. 
And once you finish that phase, it'll start shooting lasers either up or down where you've got to duck or jump over things and constantly shoot. That one wasn't that hard, but for some reason I kept on losing. Um, Ridley makes an appearance in this game, which, I mean, obviously it's an SAX that took over a frozen version of Ridley that for some reason is aboard the ship. And that boss took a lot more missiles than I thought it would, and I got close to dying. I didn't die, I got on my first try, but I honestly thought that I wasn't going to be able to do it, and I was, like, really annoyed. Because for some reason, Ridley fights have tended to be easier for me this time around when playing Metroid games, but that one actually made me struggle a bit. I did kind of just damage boost for a lot of the fight, and just decided, oh, I'm going to hit it with missiles, and as much as I can, it just pull out as much damage as I can because that was my strategy I wasn't trying to really avoid I was just trying to do as much damage as possible because you know in the games Ridley tends to have a ton of HP so why not try to take him out as fast as possible and do as much damage as I can um I'm trying to think of any other bosses that are notable they're not really coming to my mind Oh, there is this one other boss. It's like this weird robot security thing that you got to fight twice. The first time is kind of a joke. You just kind of got to go from above it and just spam it with missiles. And then there's a second phase where it's actually really, it's one of the hardest fights in the game, in my opinion. Water is electrocuted below and it'll shoot missiles at you and you can only do damage from above it. It's, it's kind of hard to explain, but that, that fight is actually pretty hard. I considered almost looking up a guide with how many times I died to that one. Um, and then Nightmare is another kind of fun boss in the game. I mean, the first time it wasn't fun, the first time it gave me a run for my money. But um, you just kind of got to go below. And after that, it'll reveal its faceplate and then you can actually do damage to the real boss. Um, and it was a boss that actually came back in Other M. I, I don't know why, but the other uh, that was a, one of the good Other M fights that was actually kind of cool. Um, it's also revealed at some point in the game, I wanted to mention really random, but it's actually Adam's brain that was uploaded into the computer and Samus kind of realizes and kind of touches on that lore and was like, Oh, I was like, Oh, you know, that, that that's pretty cool. Um, but th the game, the game is honestly really short for a Metroid game. Uh, I looked it up when I was looking at like, how long is this game? It said five hours. It took me three hours on my first playthrough. It also took me three hours. So, um, I don't know. It's just, it, it's a, it's short for a Metroid game. It's just, it's like an experience. I mean, all of them are experiences, but I don't know. This one's just an experience. You get really get to be part of the story. You really get a sense for what's going on and you, you get everything explained to you. You don't need it to be explained to you, but it is kind of cool that you kind of get that side of it. Uh, I would say Metroid Fusion is one of the Metroid games I like more of. I know that it's not a very popular one, like I mentioned, but I do really like this one. I did really enjoy it on my first or second playthrough, except at the end because my L button on my GBA was not very great. But I mean, you know, um, another thing that's revealed in the game this is a pretty big thing. Spoiler if you haven't played, but it's revealed that the Galactic Federation has actually been cloning Metroids in that game for like the piece of the galaxy, which I'm pretty sure they kind of revealed in other M anyways. Um, and when I first played this, I never played other M, so I didn't know that. And I was like, holy shit. And it really got my reaction. I was like, well, the Galactic Federation, you know, the same thing that they went to send Samus to throw, they're remaking it for their own usage. I'm sure Samus kind of feels weird about that. Like, bro, why the fuck are you doing this? And at some point, actually, towards the end of the game, 
the computer, Adam, locks Samus in a room and is like, the Galactic Federation are on their way. We actually didn't want you to get these abilities because we don't want you to get too powerful because they actually want to try to use the SAX. Um, well, not the SASX specifically, but the X parasites for their usage. And Samus, realizing that's a dumb idea, is basically like, no, why are you going to do this? And that's when she, it's actually revealed that this computer has Adam's brain. So Adam's like, okay, you can self-destruct the ship and leave. And of course, upon the way to try to do the self-destruction, Samus has to fight the SAX, which is kind of a joke of a fight. And uh, after that, you self you set the the ship to uh well not self destruct but you set its course for SR three eighty eight so it's heading there it's gonna crash there so the, the virus will stay there it won't potentially spread to the rest of the world because you can already see that the virus took control of Samus and is doing a ton of shit so if it controls all these other people from the Galactic Federation it can spread everywhere it can destroy the world and Samus recognizes this threat even at some point it took control of uh like one of the scientists on the ship and you'll see it like you'll try to run into them and then samus will just take damage and like you'll shoot at them and like eventually it's revealed that it's one of those really weird solosis type bosses so you 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 know that it's an ex-parasite that's a control of the person so your first hand you get to see what that what what the ex-parasite is actually capable of so throughout this game you're like yeah of course that's a bad idea um, anyways, what I was saying, when you're on your way to try to, like, leave on your ship, a, a Metroid, I don't know if it, not, not the Metroid Queen, but one of the, what's it called? Like, the, I don't know if it's Omega Metroid, but one of the more powerful versions of the Metroid appeared. It's, it looks really weird. The roar sounds like a six-year-old is, like, screaming into the microphone. It's, it, like, when I first heard it, I was like, is that actually the sound effect of the game? Like, it, it like, it sounds, like, it sounds like a little kid trying to sound like a monster, like yelling into their microphone. It's something kind of like, um, like, I mean, it's not iconic, but it reminds me of something like the Roblox sound that I'm pretty sure was just made by like some kid that like yelled something dumb into a microphone. It sounded like that. It sounded like someone that like direct directed the game, like their, their nephew or like their son or something screamed into the microphone. And then they were like, no, yo, you know what? I'm going to use this for that game. I'm not complaining about it. I, I really don't care at the end of the day, but I remember hearing it and I was like, you got to be shitting me. This is actually this is actually the sound that this thing makes. Um, I mean, if, if I mean, I, I don't know how many people actually agree with this or think it's weird, but I, I thought it was really weird. There's another boss that makes a weird roar in the game as well. I guess try to find that one, but it, it literally sounds like a human made it like and it's just it's weird. It doesn't sound animal like it just. Yeah, it just sounds like a little kid made the noise and it's so weird it sounds like uh, it sounds like i find the metroid and like some little kid is voicing over going like literally that probably picked my microphone but that's literally what it sounds like not exactly like that it's a little better than that but it like (laughs) uh those are the vibes i got when i actually heard that noise i was like what um anyways enough about that um i actually really enjoyed the story of this game um i mean yes it does have a story focus but that story is strong the dialogue is not boring to read. Hearing Samus's inner thoughts, it, like it doesn't feel artificial. It doesn't feel like something Samus wouldn't think. Samus is rational. Samus is in character, so it all works out at the end of the day for the story. Um, I don't know. It's just a great overall game. It's it's a pretty short adventure, but it's worth it to have. 
I mean, I wouldn't pay a crazy amount of money just to play this game. I paid eight dollars, and they didn't give me a real version, which I was upset about. But, but it, it was a fun experience. Uh, it's one of the Metroid games that I liked more. Um, I don't know if I really have anything I would change about it. Because honestly, like playing the second time, obviously, is gonna feel shorter than the first because. You know, I already played it. I already kind of know what to expect. But my first playthrough, um, while I did struggle a lot with knowing stuff, it was more because I just wasn't familiar with a Metroid game. But the times that I was actually kind of making my way through the game, it was exciting. And I was excited to see what would come up next. The bosses actually, like I said, were challenging. And that's something that I was able to appreciate at the time. And I still appreciate now, even though I got through it quicker. It did. It did give me. It, it did give me some sort of challenge, and I do feel some sort of reward for completing it as fast as I did, and for being able to do what I did. Um, and yeah, it just fusion is fusion is a great game. Another thing also was that the animals that you can optionally rescue in Super Metroid. I forgot if I mentioned this, but you can actually. Well, not you can. They kind of board your ship at some point because you free them. I think they're immune to the X-Parasites or something. But uh, they board your ship. And I remember the computer is all like, oh, they're not humans. That's really unfortunate. And it's kind of like, you don't care about the animals or the aliens or whatever. But they board Samus' ship, actually. And they're the ones at the end that actually save Samus. So, you know, you, you know they're, they're, they, they got each other's backs. These animals are like, thank you for saving me. We got your back. And you get a really cute image of them at the end, kind of like all sleeping in Samus's ship. And it's it's really nice. Anyways, I think that's all I really have to say about this game. Um, it's not as big as the other games. So I, 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 I mean, I'm not that far away from 30 minutes, but um, but so, yeah, I think this episode is just going to be shorter. It's just, you know, I'm not going to try to add anything else unless I think of something else like right now when I'm talking to something that I, I've already said everything I need to say about. It's a great game. You should definitely experience it. Um, definitely give it a try and go into it open-minded rather than listen to people's opinions that don't like the game because, yeah, this game may be different, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Anyways, I hope all you guys have a great day. I'm probably going to go shave my face because this has been a long no-shave November and, it's, you know, my beard here is it's not looking good right now is basically the point. And <laughs> I look like I've been sitting here playing Metroid Fusion over and over and over. And it's a short game, but I mean, at some point, right? Anyways, um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be looking forward to the next and final one coming out soon. I mean, unless I decide to make anything else. But yeah, hope you enjoy this episode and have a great day. Bye.